John Ben and Sharon. Thanks to Air Asia, 130 places to go, millions of possibilities. Uh, welcome back after a long weekend, John. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. As he always greets me <laughs> after back. a long weekend, he's like Air Asia. Millions of places to go, hundreds of possibilities. Jono, how was your weekend? <laughs> we haven't spoken all day up until no. this point. Thank you very much for the sponsored conversation, Ben. <laughs> I do, can I just say, on the record, we should have four-day weekends every weekend. They're great, eh? Hey? Yeah, national productivity may go down, but I tell you what goes up, mate, the good vibes. Morale. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this every week. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be happy to. Did you have more Air Asia content that you'd like to talk about now, Ben, after our natural conversation? It feels a little weird to keep going with this, but anyway. Uh, anyway, that calls the radio show today. Uh, goes in the draw for uh, Fly Away Friday. We're giving our return flights to Jogjakarta, Indonesia this week. Thanks mm. to Asia. Just another natural conversation <laughs> with my mate Ben. Sponsored by Asia. That's the cultural hub of Indonesia, Joe. Now, you've had a hell of a day today, Ben. Yes. A whirlwind of a day. Oh, that been... went, we'll, we'll address this next because you've been called home. You've had to bring something into work. Yeah, I suppose you didn't really want to bring it into work. No, but I'm, I'm here now. Yeah. And it could and be it's a shambles. not his personal problems either. <laughs> he hasn't brought those into work. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Just back after a long weekend and I've got something with me in the studio. That maybe you traditionally wouldn't bring into work or a radio studio. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's my dog, Bo. You, know, you brought your dog into work. Oh, well, I did. It wasn't by choice. This it's is like... Bo. Bo. Bo, can you bark? Bo. No. Get Bo. him panting or something. Ben, doing something. <laughs> ben, doing something, mate. He's just sitting there quietly. He's, He's been barking good. for an hour. <laughs> yeah, when we want him to bark on the radio, he won't do anything. <laughs> He's relaxed now. Bo, what is Bo? Because he looks like a, um, a mini horse who's dressed up as a polar bear. <laughs> He's a Samoyed, yeah. He's a, Samoyed. He's, he's a very fluffy dog. And white fluff too, which uh, must be hard to maintain. See, Dom on the breakfast show, Dom Harvey, he brings in his dog every day. Kanye. Yeah. Little Kanye. But Kanye you can fit in two hands. Kanye's a palm load. Oh, you so you're saying I can't bring my dog in. There's discrimination against larger-sized dogs. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> it's 2018, mate. Because <laughs> you got called home. Got, oh, here you go. Oh, here we go. There we go. That was the gold we are after. Thank you very much, Bo. There you go. Yeah, so I got called home. Got to bring him in today. Yes, thank you. And so now we're here doing a dog, doing a, doing a radio show with a dog. If your dream was to hear a radio show with barking in the background all afternoon, well, you've come to the right place, New Zealand. I, I guarantee that no other radio show in the world would be doing a show with barking right now. And for good reason. <laughs> for good reason. It's our point of difference. That's what makes this show unique. You know, it's the size ratio that I'm working with. Many dogs fight. Okay. But we're dealing with a rather large dog. I, I, th- I, sorry, I remember this before the show. I was like, is it okay to bring the dog in for this once-off? You're like, yeah, yeah, see it is. And now, on the radio. <laughs> barrage of abuse. <laughs> barrage of insults. Oh, he's just so big. He's like 10 kgs <laughs> with of hair on his back. Yeah, there's a lot of hair. <laughs> okay, we're going to do something different because it's bring the bring your dog to work day. Mm. Uh, I, I missed the memo. Dan, producer Dan, did you get the memo about to bring your dog oh, to work? Piss me off. It's annoying me. <laughs> All right. It just annoys me in a way. The breakfast show. Well, you just, yeah, like you just think day, you can come in here. The breakfast show. Don brings his dog in every day and everyone loves it. Yeah, but Don's been here for years, mate. You've just come in here, sort of swinging your dog, swinging your big buddy white dog around. Pisses me off. What's it piss you off? I don't know. I just don't. Around in the office. Novelty's worn off. Like you bring it in, and it's like t- ten minutes of joy. Then it's just annoying. Okay, pisses I mean, me off. Oh, I love it how yes, we both off here. Dan and me are like, yeah, fine, bring him in. But it really has turned into an onslaught. I apologise, Ben. I apologise, Bowen, to the boys' family. Okay, oh wait, how the edge? Here's what we're gonna do. We've got prizes up for grabs. If you can make Bo bark. 
Okay. You do whatever you can do to make Ben's dog bark. You're going to win a prize. Okay. Put some get some headphones with the dog, Dan. <laughs> Man, I, we are scraping the barrel today. <laughs> We've had four days to prepare for something. We're throwing it out the window for this. Okay. And just to bribe you even more, everyone that calls this afternoon goes in the draw to win return flights to Jakarta, Indonesia, thanks to Air Asia. Welcome along to Make Bo Bark. <laughs> Okay, we've got to put headphones on the dog. Okay. And uh, if you can make Bo bark, you're going to win a prize. Let's go to Martin. We'll take it away, Martin. Try and make Bo bark. Come on, Bo. Amy. Hello? Welcome along to Make Bo Bark. I'm going to go over by Bo, hold the headphones just by him so he can hear. Okay, you can try and make Bo bark, Amo. All right. Hey, Bo, do you want to go for a walk? Yeah, do you want to go for a walk, Bo? Hey, do you want to go for a walk? No. Oh, she got a bark, she got a bark. Yes. Okay, here's the new game. Make Bo not bark. (laughs) Hey, Zach. Hey. Welcome along to Make Bo Bark. Take it away, Zach. The dog can hear you. <laughs> uh, you got it back, Zach. You got it back. We're 100 from 100 so far, Jake. Hello. Welcome along to Make Bo Bark. Take it away. All right, go on, mate. Go on, Bo. Park, Bo. Come on. Where is he? Is he there? Can I, can I say, Jake, that was the most <laughs> lacklustre effort we've had. The dog's just looking out going, oh. Yeah, good, mate. There you go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, good, good, mate, bloody good. good. Uh, so we just witnessed a man having a conversation with the dog right there. Thank you very much for taking part in ba- Make Bo Bark. Dan, producer Dan's coming for one go. Okay. Bo. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, oh, God. Keeps us in like Dan. He's biting me. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've we've oh, talked a lot about Dan. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Hey, did you watch the uh, Joseph Parker fight? I think the whole of New Zealand watched I that. I did, actually, yeah. It was very... Uh, he did so well, didn't he? did well not... Oh. I didn't realise the other guy had had 20 fights and 20 knockouts. Oh, he had nothing but knockouts, eh? So it was awesome that he um, survived the whole time. Just yeah, didn't quite get there. I was like, oh, gutted. When you're watching boxing, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, you're just like, just knock him out! Just knock him out! Just knock him out! <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're watching it, it probably looks a lot easier than it actually is, I imagine. And yeah, you don't realise how bloody tiring it would be being in the ring, having yeah. to throw punches and do and move around like that. Anyway, I know Joseph said he was going to make New Zealand proud, and he did. He did. He, did. he was awesome, and um, he'll, he'll be back there. You know what I must thank Joseph Parker for, though? What's that? Not only putting on a fantastic display of boxing prowess. Yeah. But also enabling me to be able to drink at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so without anyone was, judging you, no one was judging me. I went to a bar, a pub, and it was so packed. It was a Wangamata club, and uh, I was like, "Oh, do you?" Because I didn't know whether uh, you have to read the vibes of those situations. Whether it's like, is this a coffee and breakfast vibe, or is yeah. this a yeah. everyone can get a handle of lion red vibe? <laughs> and so I was waiting in line, and a lot of people were getting coffee, Ben. Yeah, but. Uh, there were, there were a couple of people having pints, and I was like, okay, well, this is <laughs> this, this is, is clearly <laughs> socially acceptable at this hour. 
And I have never walked out of a place at 10 a.m. drunk before. <laughs> well, especially I, from starting at 8.30. No, it was, yeah, I was hungover at lunchtime. <laughs> that was a first, but I must thank Joseph Parker for, for letting me I'm do sure that. I'm sure that will mean a lot to him, those touching words from you. But the uh, yeah, the thing that they've got, this thing at the Wangamata Club, they've got a claw machine. Oh, like the arcade-style claw machine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I got swept up in it. Right. Over the weekend. At 10 o'clock in the morning after you'd had a couple of handles of line red. But you all know, everyone knows they're rigged, aren't they? They're kind of like limp sausage fingers that just kind of like arthritis-laden sausage fingers. Oh, it's so hard to get a toy out of one of those yeah. things, right? I didn't win anything. Put yeah. so much money in the, it's the old saying, the amount of money, by the end of the amount of money you poured into it, you could have bought three of the thing you were trying to get. <laughs> but you get quite determined. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to stay here and I'm going to win I'm this damn win toy. This, I'm going to win this mini Warriors rugby league ball <laughs> if it's the last thing I do. Even though I could buy one of them for five ninety nine at Rebel Sport, I'm going to um, spend $39 trying to get it out of a claw machine. It's like gambling, isn't it? It's kid gambling. Gets you in the, gets the kids in early for their, their, their betting, the taste of betting and gambling. But are you reckon it's rigged? Absolutely, it's rigged. I uh, always thought it was a skill tester thing. You know, and I didn't have quite enough skill. <laughs> okay. I chose a Parker. I got beaten by the bigger man. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Human versus machine. When have you had a win over a machine? This doesn't have to necessarily be a uh, claw machine. It's like an ATM machine. Has an ATM machine started firing out cash and you didn't oh. even ask for it? Have you had a win over a parking machine? An F-Boss machine? When has a human beaten a machine? Let's hear the good stories. No, you had a win now with a parking machine for a long time. We've talked oh, about this. My credit card uh, wasn't... The parking machine at the airport. Couldn't I read your name. It. Like I always try to avoid naming where it is, but every time we talk about it, you're like, so I'm at the airport with my credit card. Yeah, and the, the machine couldn't read my credit card, so every time I went to pay for parking, I've, I've told this countless times. I've named the airport not once. Have I had backlash? Not once has it come back to bite me. Well, maybe I'm always should. laughing in the face of it. I know. I'm probably the reason the airport shares plummeted. <laughs> me. He's ripped off the, the the system for many years. Olivia, you've beaten the machine. I, yep, I have. What machine? Um, surprisingly, the claw machine. Oh. It was by accident. So I was just doing my thing, getting the machine, trying to win a stupid Pokemon. <laughs> and you get you get fixated on it, don't you? It <laughs> yeah. becomes your thing. It becomes your Everest. You're like, I've got, I've got to get it. It's your vendetta. And so I just, the claw went down and it just missed it. And I banged the machine. The claw just went and got Pikachu in the foot. Oh, really? From your, like, ab abuse of the machine, basically? Oh, so violence is an option. <laughs> Not every day violence is an option. Not in all facets of life, just when you're attacking a claw machine, Ben. <laughs> I'd like that's... to make that clear. <laughs> Thanks, Jono. Okay, so I wouldn't want to be violent to you now. No. That's not how violence should work. Okay. okay but if it's a machine, it's fine. Well, I don't know. No, but it's fine. If you're the operator of the machine, I'm sure it's not fine. Oh, wait, under the edge, if uh, you've had a win over a machine, Sharon joins us on the show. Hello. Hey, here she is. How are you? Good. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good. You had a win over a machine, Sharon? I did. I did. In England, many years ago, mm. I was leaving the country, so I went into the building society to withdraw what was left in that account and took everything. And then I went outside and thought, I'll just check that on the cash machine. And um, it hadn't taken it off, so I withdrew it again. And then I flew out, I think, the next day or something. Oh, you're like an so international the, criminal. <laughs> stealing $500 from the ATM machine and just fleeing like Jason Bourne. Yeah, and going into hiding in New Zealand. Oh, right. Laying low until this phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sharon's not even her real name. 
She's got seven different aliases and 15 passports. Thank you very much for your call. Appreciate that. Hello, The Edge. Uh, a human beating a machine. What happened? Peter. Um, uh, yeah, g'day. I put 10 cents into a machine and pushed return. It was a pokey machine, and it gave me 20 cents back. This was years ago. So I collected up all the 10 cent pieces from the bar and uh, ended up walking away with 2 or $3. In 27 pieces. Wow. Oh, there we what go. a place. That's the stuff that we want as Like humans. Ocean's Eleven, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to, rip budget. Off, trying to rip off the pokey machine? <laughs> yeah, we took off yeah. three bucks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> walked yeah. out of the Fongavata Club. Yeah, to divvy that up between 11 people, you each walked away with about 26, 27 cents. Nice work. Hell nice work. One. John O'Ben Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Ed Sharon uh, just finished up his 49th concert in about the last uh, 49 days in New Zealand. Can I say something? Has he gone now? No, I don't know if he's he gone left? now. Don't say, no. no I'm, hey, I'm not going to say anything mean. Well, don't. I'm just going to say. No. Stop. It's, it's, no, it's more on us as a country that, as opposed to you, Okay, Sharon. okay. I'll allow I think he's wonderful. Okay. Wonderful okay. human being. Um, I think we went a little edge here and crazy. <laughs> we did. We did. I agree with that. Yeah. They got a we big be- mural painted of them. Uh, then there was some, I don't know if it was a joke or not, there was talk of Dunedin naming a I street. I think that was an April Fool's joke, but yeah. But then they that. changed the Dunedin sign to Dunedin. Yeah, like the Ed and Dunedin. Mm. We, le- we went a little bit like when we had the uh, Lord I mean, of the We Rings. went and had scones with our freaking <laughs> Prime Minister yeah, yeah. at her house. Yeah. We, went, we laid it on for each year. I mean, there's not much more New Zealand could do for a human being. Like, what's going to happen if he comes back? I mean, how are we going to lift our game? I don't know. <laughs> like, you've had, you're right, you're right. We've had scones with the Prime Minister. We've, yeah. I mean, the next best thing we can do next time is here is like, we've killed a kiwi for you, Ed Sheeran. Please enjoy the slow-roasted kiwi. No one in the world has ever tried one, apart from you. I killed it for you. It's a national crime, but we're doing it just for you, just to Tell impress me. you. It's like we're just so desperate to impress Ed Sheeran. <laughs> You're right. Where are we? Next up, we will knight you, so Ed Sheeran. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I think well, I think thank God he's gone now because I think we're two days away from renaming New Zealand. Sheeran. We named it after you. But like, oh, God. oh, thanks, guys. Oh, oh, like, if anything, we probably creeped the poor bastard out. It's <laughs> yeah. probably like a wall. Well, you're like, quite desperate, eh? Like a little too full on. <laughs> yeah, like you try too hard, and it's like, yeah, treat him mean, keep him keen. You New Zealand, a come bit, on, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's cool you're here, but anyway, it's like he met four million of his craziest fans ever, and he's. He's like, wow, that got out of hand. <laughs> you should see New Zealand. <laughs> you should, because I'm not going back there. Place the Prime Minister invited me around for scones. <laughs> the place is full of tea. freaks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but lovely. No, we loved having him here. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, but lovely. In all honesty, lovely. Uh, we thought we'd throw this out there. Uh, we play a game on this show called Connect Four. We see if we can uh, get four people listening right now connected to uh, some of the most famous people in the world. So we thought we'd do Ed Sheeran. Four people listening that have have met Ed Sheeran or talked to him in the last couple of weeks he was here. I don't I don't we don't want to know people who talked to him two months ago, two no. years ago. Last couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh he actually sent my um children a private video message while he was here. Jeez, that's good of him. Like how did that come about? Um somebody told him my daughter had been sick and she'd been in hospital for a couple of almost three months last year and um she's yeah, he found out her story. And he knew that we were coming to his concert, so he sent my three kids a video message wish, and wished my daughter well in it. Wow. Yeah, and it privately came to her email address about an hour before he took his first concert. Wow, what a lovely thing to do. Yeah, nice guy, eh? Yeah. Bloody, how did he get a, the email address? 
Uh, we don't know. Somebody had told him our story and um, he had her email address and just sent it through to her private email address. Jeez, knowing, knowing how we laid it on for Ed Sheeran, the GCSB probably helped him out. <laughs> hey, Ed Sheeran, do you want every email address in New Zealand? I shall give them all the contact details. <laughs> yeah. Whose bank account passwords do you want? We'll give you everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gunya, well, what a lovely thing to do. That and I, awesome. hope, I hope that made your daughter's day. Yeah, it did. It really did. Would yeah. you like a video message from our heroes, Jono and Ben? <laughs> Yeah, hey, listen, you don't have to laugh so hard, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll fade out of this one. Clearly no video messages are wanted from us, Ben. <laughs> you came on too desperate there, Jono. I did, sorry, sorry. Thank you, Tanya. You have a lovely day. All right, you too. Thanks, See you, guys. mate. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, last week uh, we pulled a bit of a nasty Swifty on producer Dan uh, thinking he was going to marry someone at no sight, one of the listeners. We had you thinking it was one of the listeners, but it turned out to be your mother. You married blindfolded. Yeah, it was quite embarrassing. Oh, how's it been going in your family? Because obviously you and your mum shared a little peck on the on the uh, on the lips, unbenign to you at the time. Yeah, to be honest, it was it was a relief because I didn't in no way want to get married. So it was um, it was sort of a relief. I never thought I'd say that it was a relief to kiss my mum on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's been. I haven't talked to her or seen her or looked her in the eyes. Well, haven't called her. Called her back. You, you got you to leave it for like forty eight hours away. Otherwise, you come off two k. Yeah, two k. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but John, are you organising the the whole thing, right? Behind the, the scenes, the mastermind behind this whole thing, sliding my DMs into Jules, <laughs> and uh, no, I think it's sliding into her DMs video. <laughs> <laughs> but, but whatever. Oh, Social media is not your thing. Neither <laughs> flirting with Dan's mum. But <laughs> anyway, so I, I was texting her behind the scenes. What do you mean you were texting? Oh, oh like, to organise no, okay. to organise her to come in and. And uh, the day after, I was like, I'll, I'll, I was like, I'll be polite and I'll do a follow-up text. And I was think I said, uh, let me just go through my text here. Hey, Jules, thank you very much for your help this week. Sounded fantastic. All the best. Now I sent that out on Friday. That's lovely. No, Thursday I sent that out. Now that's a lovely message. Thank you, Ben. I thought so. <laughs> But I haven't had a response from Jules. <laughs> so I don't know if Julie's angry with me. Oh. I don't know if we just think to upset Julie Webby, Dan's mum. I don't know. Well, she knew the situation, though, right? She, Yeah, she knew the situation. She I, knew- may, I may have... I may have, <laughs> at the last minute, said, hey, by the way, why should I kiss Dan on the lips? Did you not tell her that before? Well, I hadn't, pre- I hadn't pre-planned her until... <laughs> oh, I should have thought you told her everything. <laughs> no, I said, coming to marry Dan. <laughs> a little peck on the, on, the, on the lips. Yeah, no, I didn't, I, I didn't mention that, because that <laughs> could have been did. a turn-off point. So I waited. What? You should I waited. have told her up front. No, well, I didn't. Classic Jono. Uh, yeah. So she got here. And doesn't I was want like, to have the awkward conversation. No, so. no. So I said, we'll get her married, Dan, and then you'll just kiss him a little. Okay, all right. Ready to go? Okay, all good. So, the, funny, the weird thing is as well, because I, um, after she came in, I texted, and I was like, look, thanks for coming in. That was a bit awkward. See you later. And then she texts back. Oh, she texts back something. She texts me back. Yeah, what's well, okay. she saying? Okay, she texts me back. But it was about you. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What, she, what did Julie say? Okay, so she said, um, I said, thanks for coming in. She goes, just have to say, Jonna was much better looking in person. <laughs> oh, maybe she's playing hard to get. <laughs> maybe she's, she's waiting for you now to text you back. Okay, now it all makes sense. It was foreplay. I thought I, I, thought I could see something. Maybe that's why she didn't want to kiss Dan on the lips because, oh, anyway. Oh, okay. Now it all adds up. Yeah. And Dan may have a new dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make me proud, son. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Live direct messages. It's a segment we do that makes us very, very nervous. Yes, we go live to the listeners and the listeners 
The listener pals go live to New Zealand. Cut out the middle man or woman. You're straight to the airwaves with whatever your sweet, sweet lips want to say on the radio in New Zealand. Now remember, if you've got young kids with you or you're, not, you're like, you get offended by things that people may say, then maybe this isn't the segment for you. Or if uh, you're a bad parent, then this is the segment for you. And uh, you don't mind... Hopefully what? it's fine, though, because as you said before, you know, like not only we recall a go on the draw for the Flyaway Friday, thanks to, in, uh, thanks to Air Asia, uh, but uh, if, you, if you ruin it, that's it. Ben always, ben always makes this disclaimer. <laughs> Oh, if you ruin it, that's it. And that's, that's why it. we continue to do it, because we haven't ruined it. There's some mad dogs out there, Jono. There, got... there are some mad dogs. Here's what we've had in the past with live DMs. Hey, uh, when does Sharon come back to boost the quality of this radio show? <laughs> oh. Just want to let my ex-best friend Casey know that I'm really not okay about what she's done with my boyfriend and that if she ever tries to come close to me again, I will release that video. Okay, I'll pull it. There we go. There we go. Pull it out there. There we go. Live DMs. This is Live DMs. 0800 The Edge is the telephone number. We will go live to the phones. Take it away. Take it away. Yeah, I got a message for Jono. Oh, God, I hate these ones. <laughs> what? I, I got a message. I hate these ones. <laughs> yeah, you ready? <laughs> Don't build it up. <laughs> the anticipation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mate, mate, you're a bloody legend. Oh, it was a flip flap. Jeez, you built that up. I was hoping you're like, you've, you, you've got a son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> usually usually that ends with abuse, doesn't it? Yeah. Usually it ends, yeah. I've got a message yeah. for Jono. Ten years ago yeah. at the Viaduct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Best thing about that call is no child support payments. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I was nervous for you that oh, one. She was so slow. Her delivery was on point. Are you ready for it? You're like, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, wait, under the edge. Live DMs. Take it away. What do you want to say? G'day. <laughs> Okay, uh, I, got a, I got a question. Got a question. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's me. That was me in that audio clip before. When does Sharon come back? <laughs> <laughs> not long, not long. Not long. I don't man. know if we'll be doing this segment when Sharon comes back. <laughs> Are you gonna keep phoning up every week? <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, I think so. You're gonna keep trolling us every week. I yeah, love it. Oh wait, under the edge, live DMs, you're on the radio. Take it away with whatever you want to say. Uh, just a shout out to John and Ben, you guys are great, awesome, you guys. Oh, oh, oh why, is, why is everyone being so nice? Thank lovely. you very that much. Lovely. Appreciate it. Everyone's oh, been very nice today. Oh, that's great. Oh, one, one more question. Oh. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, jeez, here we go. What? Just, just a fanboy question. How come you cut your dreams, Ben? Well, because I, I, I just don't think you can keep dreads longer than the 90s. <laughs> Not that I had them in the 90s, but I just think it was, yeah, they yeah. had their time. Uh, John, John actually cut them, didn't you? Yeah, you I did cut your dreads. That's right. probably the best thing you ever yeah. did to me. Do you know he was the last known white man with dreads? <laughs> for good reason, too. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You kept them, didn't you, for a while? They man? actually gave them to me afterwards in, like, a brown paper bag, and I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I was going to make them into a hat. <laughs> like put a hat and then attach them to a hat but I was like oh no we'll take one last call for live DMs you're on the air take it away hey mate hey guys look we all know that advertise, radio advertising is a bit expensive I run a local IT company in Christchurch called Not A Nerd IT Solutions 
So if you need a bit of IT work done, give us a call or uh, just visit us on website, www.notanerd.co.nz. Happily sort out all your issues. Well done, there you go. We all know radio advertising is expensive. That's right. And that's why we'll be charging you for that 30-second ad. Can you help John clear his internet history? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's quite a bit too offensive for me, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Over the weekend, uh, I travelled up north with, like, everyone else that's seen. The traffic was, was terrible. Um, but as it was going up, you know, just out of Whangarei, you know, it's a bit of a windy spot, and then it got into some traffic. So we slowed right down. Right. Side of the road. Mm-hmm. Car parked. Mm-hmm. All four doors open. An amp in the back the boot, the boot was up, and this dude who'd plugged in an electric guitar just wailing on an amp, but not even looking towards the road, like looking up into the hills. Like he wasn't, didn't seem to be doing it for anyone else's benefit other than I just need to stop and have a jam on my electric guitar on the side of the road. And he was great. He yeah. was going off, just going great. No coincidence. Uh, he's in Whangarei, where the <laughs> weed is fantastic at this time of year. You think you're playing to a stadium load of people, but it's actually the mountains on the side of State Highway 1. Hell of a drink. That was amazing, though. It was just like, this guy is incredible. But yeah, just like, got to have a jam. And he had a jam. Electric, electric guitar, too. Not just acoustic. Electric. Plugged an amp, everything. Uh, how did he plug it in? Into oh, his car. Yeah, he must have wired it up boot. to the battery. Yeah, just amazing. Amazing. Doesn't it have to have like a. It does have to be plugged into a, a power. Well, yeah, you're probably I right. so. <laughs> yeah, a lot I didn't of questions. stop, I didn't stop of questions. to ask, um, but yeah. I did thought, he look? I don't want to stereotype. Did he look like someone who would decide it'd be a good idea to play electric guitar on the side of State Highway? The, I don't know what that question means. You know what it no, means. I don't no, know what it just means. give me a. a, a <laughs> did he look like you? <laughs> yeah. He looked a little bit like you. He looked a little crazy. <laughs> no, we, were on the, we, uh, we took the taxi tour through uh, through New, the North Island, didn't we? We took the taxi tour. We took me to go on the side of the road playing the flute. There. Yeah, remember the guy played That's the right. flute? We picked him up as a hitchhiker. Yeah. He just had he played a, flute. a wonderful flute, too. It was a wonderful, it was the Asian flute. Yeah, wasn't that, it? That's right. Yeah, he was very good at the flute. So I wanted to know this afternoon, what's the what's the craziest thing you've seen on the side of the road? I once saw a guy massaging a goat <laughs> in the Coromandel. <laughs> he was, well, was he had the goat in nappies and he was kind of massaging its back on the side of the road and I was very impressed. Very impressed. But he had found what he had done, because I did talk to him, he had found the goat wandering. So he kind of took it up under its wing. And, and we- put nappies on it? Was- put nappi- <laughs> well, I suppose the nappies were on so the goat didn't do anything in the car. Right. And then the goat obviously felt like it needed a deep, t- a deep <laughs> tissue massage. <laughs> the goat was very tense after putting the nappies on. He was like, oh, the other goats are going to see me like this. It's going to be quite embarrassing. <laughs> and I was like, right, man, I'll give you a shoulder rub. You'll feel, you feel a lot better. <laughs> okay, this is, this is a very good topic. Okay, the best thing you've seen while driving. Francis. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, Francis? How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Best thing you've seen on the side of the road? Oh, the same guy he goes for. Oh, did One of the electric guitar. Did you see him going up north over the weekend? Oh, I, I actually live in Whangarei. Oh, does he do it quite often? Oh, man, he's like famous as. Like, no one knows who he is, but, yeah, like, he's around everywhere. Like, parks up at gas stations, like, around the Hatia Loop. And he's just sick. Yeah, he just jams his heart out. Hey, no, that was the thing. He didn't even look like he was looking at the traffic. He just looked like he was looking up to the hills, just having a great time. That's just how he jammed. That's cool. Oh, Before sorry. Before he was, t- like, trying to busk for money. You were, like, trying to give him some money. But yep. he just... No, just jamming... Sorry, Francis. Ben, ben decided it was a good idea to bring his dog into work today. So, oh, really? Dog's now barking at the lead. I think he's had enough of the radio oh, show. Oh. Yeah. 
He's picked up the lead and he's approaching the door. <laughs> he's like, all right, let's wrap, let's, wrap, let's wrap this show up. I don't know if that's an indication of your story, Francis, or our broadcasting. Probably our broadcast. <laughs> you have a good day, buddy. Thank you. He's a local identity, Ben. Oh, there he's we a go. Local Bron's with us on 0800. The edge, best thing you've seen on the side of the road, Bron? Oh, it was classic. I was on the way to um, the airport. Can I just stop the broadcast again for Ben's dog? (laughs) Sorry. Who keeps barking during the show. Sorry, sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Ben's like, you know what would be good today if I brought my barking dog into your radio show? This would be fine. He would just sit there quietly like Dom's dog does on the breakfast show. Okay. Okay, sorry. Bro, you're making me look bad. Okay, bro, you keep on telling your story. Best thing you've seen on the side of the road. We're on the way to the airport, very early hours of the morning, and we were coming up to a pedestrian crossing. Four naked men crossed the crossing, I kid you not. Just just like the album cover of the, um, I think it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love your work, bro. Love your work, too. Cheers. Thank you, Bronny. I don't know how much. Okay. All right. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.